stage. We are clear. Stand by. Stage reset and house lights. Thanks team for another great show. I'll see you all backstage. This is Designed to Change Backstage Conversations. Welcome back, Howie. I'm loving that music. That jingle is just amazing. It takes me back. It does, right? It's a real <laughs> earworm. <laughs> How was that um, onstage take for you? It wasn't so scary, actually. It was. Uh, it, it was good. The the questions are interesting. I still, um, you know, I still have issues with the very first question. To be honest, um, you know, the idea of leaving a discussion to change. I, uh, you know, just the other day. I was in a coffee shop and I heard this voice, this, these two people speaking English next to me. And I, and I just had to go and say something. So I popped over and I said, excuse me, yeah, I, I, by any chance are you, and he was Scottish, by any chance are you Scottish? And he goes, yeah, I am. I said, what's so? And I said, you from Edinburgh? And he says, he was from Edinburgh. So he's got a fairly similar accent to mine. Well, not actually, nobody's got a similar accent to mine, but he's got this accent. Yeah. And uh, we got talking away. Anyway, it turns out that, you know, I don't know him from anyone, to be honest, but I had a really great conversation. And he's got a he's got a problem with let's just say it's an internet internet related issue, which yeah. currently uh, I'm now sorting for him. So he's just like, this is incredible. You know, how do you do that? Is it well? You know, that's one. You know, a conversation can lead to great things. It can, yeah, and um, it can also lead to unpredicted things, right? So uh, we mentioned we alluded in the um, in the onstage part to um, you know to. Uh, um, some really great memories that I remember from, you know, uh, I think it was actually on my birthday where we were probably at one of the <laughs> most dreadful receptions you could imagine, <laughs> which, you know, and, and people know these receptions from the good old days of, 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 of the live events, right, where everybody's too hungry and there's just sometimes there's too little food or uh, there's kind of, you know, the setting is too loud to have the real kind of conversations. It was rather a dry affair as well as I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a good story never starts with a with a dry affair or a uh, or a wet salad, right? So, how he took the initiative, I remember to uh, I don't know how he did it, but it was fairly late in the evening to um, to move us to a beachside place in Bali somewhere, and 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 fabulous. we ended up having a beach barbecue with the most fabulous. Um, seafood of all the stalls that were closed but somehow he found the owner of one of them and um, that was a night to remember <laughs> especially when he when he when they brought out the fish this is the fish that we're going to serve you and we said no no we're not having that one let's go to the kitchen and uh, <laughs> we went to the kitchen and chose our fish <laughs> but ended up in a true you know feet in the sand table you know this the, the tide was coming in just below us and there was people from all over the world at that table all yeah. over Asia, it's yeah. fantastic. I, I look back at those at those memories, uh, not just in my photo album, but also these are deeply anchored uh, moments, right? Um, that sometimes those are moments that are unplanned uh, or let's say unorchestrated, um, but really orchestrated in the moment, right? And the way you then have the conversations to make things happen 
is you then don't leave them to chance because you do kind of see in front of you what it could become and you then make it happen in the moment, right? Which is also a superpower, I think, I've seen you um, um, use in practice. And I think this is a extraordinary skill, and not just in times of fun, but also in times of crisis. Yeah, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the idea of creating experiential journeys for yeah. everyone, you know, and one person's journey is different to another person's. So you can take people to five-star hotels, you can have an amazing time, but you can also go down to a beach hut and, you know, eat some fish that's just come straight out of the sea and, you know, have the, one of the most memorable occasions you ever had, which also has the advantage of, you know, building true trust. Yeah, yeah. And I think the ability to do that quickly and, and with a smile, right? I think when people have fun designing their events, or even like rapid prototyping on the spot and then creating them as the moment passes. Uh, I think the amount of fun that comes out of them and the, how memorable those moments are really depends on how willing you are to, to play with the options. And uh, I, for one, have seen that masterful skill in you, Howie. And uh, um, to many, they need a lot of planning and pre-thinking and pre-prototyping. And very often for events with much more limited bandwidth of change, that's that's very necessary. Resourcefulness, um, resourcefulness, and adaptability are kind of key skills when it comes yeah, to events. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then doing that reliably in the moment, right, <laughs> with a level of intimacy and um, and um, an ability to uh, to just pull it off. I think that's. <laughs> Make it look effortless, as everyone says. You know, event event management is is a bit like a, you know the duck in the water. The idea of yeah. it looks as serene and wonderful as it's gliding through the water, but underneath here is little paddles, little flippers are going you know two to the dozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, those are those are some really good um, good flashback moments to uh, to the days when travel was uh, common and frequent, right? Um, any 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 other war stories you can share without? you know, spilling the beans on too much stuff from your days at the airport council or, wow. or the Internet yeah, I mean, Society or other things? I have probably far too many of them than I should, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, th things, things change a lot. Things can change a lot, uh, you know, at the flick of an eye. For yeah. example, there was one event that we did. It was in, uh, in, in, in Kyrgyzstan and we we're organizing an event with the ministry. Um, now, it was about a week before the event, the ministry kind of, they didn't actually pull the plug in it. What they did was they decided that they were going to hold the event themselves. So imagine a situation where you've invited your, all your speakers, etc. And then suddenly this happens. Um, and I ended up having to negotiate very last minute for all the space that we had booked, which now we no longer were allowed to use, but they were using, we had to get, we had to secure our money back. And then also we had to get a win from this. So how were we gonna get a win from this? And the win was basically that we we uh, worked with them to provide one of the sessions, which was obviously gonna be on sort of the bandwidth issue, which we'd originally planned. And then to add that extra, um, you know, part of, um, uh, event success I suppose we threw uh, a reception after the events we had time to meet with everybody who was at that at the particular event and you know get the contact details and find some new partners for which we could sort of you know move forward with the good work that we were actually there to to do so that was um, I mean that's one that was that's it was a it was a kind of complete craftsmanship of of uh, you know last minute event changes and what, you know, how do you how do you redesign your event for some sort of, some kind of a success? 
So yeah, because because the rules of play are different in in many parts of the world, right? It's yeah. it's, it's it's not a it's not you can a say you've um, got a contract, but sometimes your your contract with no matter who it is doesn't doesn't really stand for much in the face of reality. <laughs> and I think this is what makes the world of events so um, exciting, but also stressful, right? Some people say it's the fourth most stressful job on the planet um, to sure. do that. Do you think event designers can take away some of that stress by the work they do or do you think they just contribute to the stress well i, I think no not not at all event design is incredibly clever and it's incredibly simple as well in its design it's the idea of you know it's, it's kind of the the jumping through hoops whereas you're you know you start at the beginning and you work your way to an end mm. and the reason the reason this is so good is because, you know, I think a lot of organizations and, and people who work with them, work within them, as I said before, is the, is the louder people who are going to talk over the people who are a bit more sort of introverted. And by doing so, you miss half of the information. So by using this structure of event design, you can get everybody's input and then you can actually find out what exactly the issues that you're going to face are get them out in the open at the very beginning and with that you can plan but using that information you can plan exactly what it is that you're going to do and how you're going to achieve it mm-hmm. so it's all about transparency yeah do you think um let's say the the political intelligence you need sometimes to navigate the waters to get something done, right? Versus maybe the internal or external confidence that people demonstrate when they speak about something. Um, do you think those those two things can be uh, learned, or is that something that you innately have in you? Well, I'd say you you definitely you you must be able to learn them because you can learn everything at the end of the day, everything can be learned. Um, <laughs> I'm actually, fun enough, I'm rebuilding an MGBGT uh, front suspension at the moment. And so I'm sort of taking the whole thing apart and I'm wow. putting it back together again. And I'd, obviously I've never done that before, but <laughs> it's looking fabulous and I'm quite confident in it's going to work. Now, when it comes to your political in- intelligence, um, yeah, so that's much harder to learn it's almost like a, a gift that some people have and some people are just naturally really good at it. And I'd like to think I'm somebody that's naturally good with their politi- political intelligence. I mean, I know what makes people work. Um, and partly this is because my background is actually sports coaching. So, mm-hmm. and, and being an outdoor instructor. So by being a teacher, I know how different sort of people accept information as opposed to, you know, being told what to do or being, you know, or being, you know, different ways of putting it to somebody to make yeah. sure you get the end result that you're actually looking for. Yeah. So that really, that's really helped me throughout my entire career. Yeah. And I can tell you, you make friends easily, but also you are able to navigate any type of environment very, very swiftly. Um, which, um, which is a necessary skill when you're trying to not have the stress overrule the, um, you know the doubt that you might have in whether something will or will not work right you sure it's it's interesting this, the doubt thing because we've obviously we've talked about that and um it's um yeah I, i'm you know to be to be somebody who's you can be very confident if you know what your strong points are so i know exactly where my strengths lie but i also know exactly where my weaknesses lie yeah. so 
this this kind of makes me uh, this kind of makes me an ideal person to work within certain organizations because i can take the i can take my as it were my weakness with me and using my strength which is probably going to be their weakness you know mm. we can come up with some we can create some really great things together which is obviously this is kind of my this is my, this is my trade my trade skill going on here this is you know this is exactly what i've done throughout my my career is you know take the take the um to the specialist, <laughs> you know, and, and get the win and get the results that we're looking for. Yeah, nothing beats the flying hours of doing it, right? And then the flying hours bring you to places where you haven't been before. And like you're saying, whether it's in Kyrgyzstan or in Bali or in Mozambique or anywhere in between, people are people, uh, but the ability to get them to voice what they think and feel and, and, and get them involved in the in the outcomes, I think is such a powerful mechanism because sure. no one brain has the answer, right? It's it's always a, a group of people that think together, make such such strong um, narratives and, and and outcomes possible. Um, which I I think that's that's the joys of being able to work on such an international level level, um, and um, well, for this today. Um, Howie, I really want to thank you for spending, even if we were both in the same country today, right? On two opposite just ends up of the, road. the country. You're literally just up the road. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> two and a half hours up the road, uh, you know, on Zoom. Uh, what you're not seeing is that uh, Howie is, has a permanent smile on his face and, 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 is, and is someone that is always um, um, of a positive demeanor in how he approaches any situation. So, um, Howie, thank you for spending the time with uh, me and the people that are listening. We have no idea who you are, but if you hear this podcast and you want to reach out to Howie, we'll put his LinkedIn details in the comments below this uh, podcast, wherever you're listening to it. Absolutely. Also check out um, his answers to the worksheet. Check out some case studies of events that he's worked on. And um, we're going to meet Howie in the EDC Mastermind. And next year, Howie, we're going to be back to look at the horizon of change and see how that's um, uh, changed over time. Sounds perfect. What a plan. Awesome. <laughs> we should design this. Yes. <laughs> let's, uh, let's roll the closing credits and uh, pop open a fresh drink. And uh, I wish you a fantastic Tuesday evening. Cheers, Rude. You too. Cheers. You've been hanging out backstage on Design to Change Designer Conversations. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe and share conversations online using hashtag design to change and hashtag event canvas. Want more thought provoking content like this? Visit design to change.online to purchase your copy of design to change, elevating your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Don't forget it's more than just a book. Experience a hard copy, audio format, video format, and even augmented reality. Experience it in your style and format. Tune into our next episodes and hear from more designers and change makers. Until then, we look forward to our next conversation.